Thank you for joining us for this recent message from Freedom Ministries in Crossit, Arkansas. Connect with us online at freedomministriescrossit.com and let us know what God is doing in your life through this ministry. Now prepare your heart to hear a word that we pray will bless your life. Anyway, God is good, and I just felt a breakthrough when I was out there praying all these enemies back, and so thank God, and I know you've been praying today too, Monica, and thank you for that, and I just told them, well, I shared on the prayer line about God gave you... We just have to increase the prayer, but he gave me a word, but it, it's people that's not already doing it, you know, so it's it's good. So God is good all the time. Amen. Amen. If, y'all are faithful. Y'all are an army, truly an army that that God has raised up. I was thinking about that today, that if we, you know, um, if we increase prayer, it's like, uh, but what did God raise an army up for? This is what I was asking myself. <laughs> but what did God raise up an army for? What What is this army right here? It's a prayer army. So prayer that should be the first. <laughs> that should be the first thing that has to increase is uh, to have revival <laughs> is our prayer. It was just, it just, my eyes came open to that and that, and I heard. Brother Kenneth Copeland the other day, I'm just talking while others go on the line, but I heard Brother Kenneth Copeland, that I just turned it on, and he was saying that the first thing that he ever got in place in his ministry was intercessors. He, he said, in fact, they're praying for y'all right now, 24 hours a day. He said that, but that is the very first thing that we started our ministry with, you know, when, when they realized they had a calling is they had them intercessors lined up, and I said, you know, we see we see the the perfectness of him and his work, but we don't see all that other that it takes for that work. So it was good for me to see that that it's not just the army of God. It's it's anybody that's going to carry any um, power in the in the earth today. They they're going to have to have intercessors, especially the leader the leader of that is going to have to have intercessors. So. Um, we thank God for the foundation of prayer. We thank God that the prayer anointing that's been released on Freedom Ministries through Dr. Marcerella, through Pastor Pinson, Pastor D. And we just thank God that he's continuing raising up intercessors. So to stand in the gap against the enemy, to defeat him. We know he's already defeated positionally, but we have to uh, be the one on the earth to uh, let God work through our life to possess that land. That it, it's it's automatically done in God's eyes when He raises us up to sit with Jesus. But we have to do something. We have to launch out into the deep. You want to catch any fish? You're gonna have to launch out into the deep, and uh, you can you can do a little bit for God in the shallow, or you can. When they weren't catching anything, Jesus said. Um, launch over here into the deep, and Peter said, "We've been we've been toiling all night. So if you toil a lot and you don't see much fruit, then maybe we just need to go deeper." Uh, and I'm talking to different different pastors and leaders, and and so because I know our people will be like, "How much deeper do you want me to go?" Well, when the when the attacks are getting through to the leadership, then we have to increase the prayer. I'll just say that. So, uh, God, we just thank you for this prayer line. We thank you for your 
work. We thank you. Can everybody hear me? Can everybody hear me? Okay. We just thank you for this prayer line, God. We thank you for what you're going to do on it. We thank you for your anointing. We thank you for your presence. God, we thank you for the intercessors that stand in the gap. God, I thank you that to uh, in order to go to new levels, we have had to face new devils. But God, we joke about those things through the years. Preachers joke about it in the pulpit, but it's a real thing. If you want to go higher, then you're going to have to fight through more things to get there. But it is possible. There is no limits on God. Amen. Does someone else have something they like to say to start off? I just feel that by the Spirit. So if you want to say something, just uh, tell, tell um, they can text Monica. So we'll just unmute everybody for a minute, Monica, and let the people, someone needs to speak. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Angie. This is Minister Powell. I'm enjoying Hello. what you're Okay. <laughs> Hello. Yes. I'm, I'm truly enjoying what you're saying, and I know that you're saying it by experience. And I also know that you understand that um, the church needs to go deeper. Um, yes. I know as I encounter different things, I understand that um, – God is calling us deeper, and it's going to take a sacrifice on our part. And mm-hmm. as we begin to posture ourselves in prayer, God, through his Holy Spirit, because we given our hearts to him, I believe that he's going to take us to that place that we need to be. So, like you said, in order for us to win souls for God, we're going to have to go deeper deeper in our consecration, deeper in our prayer life, and deeper in um, the authority and submitting, honoring, all of those things go together. So I thank God for the lesson tonight, and I thank God for being part of this wonderful, wonderful group of intercessors that God is raising up. Some of us will never be in the pulpit, but we can show pray. We can get a hold of God in prayer and allow the Holy Spirit to use us in this dimension where we are we 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 neglect the intercessor. We neglect it because it's not a a a, a position where you you're getting stroked and you're getting accolades, but it's a position of humble. It's a, it's this place of of, of pain. Sometimes it's a place of misunderstanding. Sometimes, but if God has called you to the place of intercessory prayer. Each leader, as I read my Bible, they were intercessors, and they did great things for God. So thank you so much for sharing that with us. I'm really enjoying the teaching. God bless. God bless you too. Thank you for sharing, Minister Powell. I love you so much. And I know that one of the uh, foundational teachings from Minister Powell is Ephesians. So we're gonna we're gonna go on with the flow, and we're gonna start in Ephesians chapter six, and we're gonna go over these uh, about the uh, our, the helmet of salvation and the different things. I saw something in it today, and God spoke to my spirit and showed me uh, something that we'll have to do to be able to carry a revival in the last days. 
So we're going to look at Ephesians 6, verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Now, that's the first thing we have to recognize. It's not our power. It's not me having to be strong. In fact, sometimes in spiritual warfare, you'll feel very weak. You'll feel it, you'll feel hit so hard that you think you're not doing anything. You'll feel attacked, especially if you do things that are uh, more than you used to do. If you start going to nations or if you start preaching outside of your comfort zone or witnessing outside your city or doing things. This week we have opportunity to be on uh, TV and, and 21 different 21 different testimonies coming out and so it's it's supposed to reach 300,000 people so um, the people in the church all over just every church have to recognize if their leaders are going out if their street ministries doing more then it takes more prayer I remember Pastor Pinson one time said uh, Annie do you want to be on my board and, and uh, um, concerning the finances and I said, oh, yes, Mama, yes. And she said, well, you know, it's going to be more warfare. And I said, I don't care. And she looked at me like, well, she kind of giggled at me, you know, because I didn't understand what I was saying. It means more warfare. It means you can't just take positions. And, you know, you can get up and you can speak something, but if you want to speak something with power, an authority that really changes lives, then you'll have to fight through the flesh before you get up there and do that. And we've been learning in prayer that that a lot of people don't want to just sit and wait on God, but the Bible says, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall walk and not faint. They shall run and not be weary. In the scripture before that in Isaiah, it says that even the youth will fail even the youth grow weary so let's don't get too pumped up to think that we already got these things without getting in the prayer and going past the shallow place in the prayer because in order to carry on that level you have to go to the deeper place remember the deeper place they caught more fish he said peter said we've been tolling and tolling and tolling we've been trying hard but we can't catch but a few, and Jesus says, well, launch into the deep, launch into the deep. And the net was so full that they had to get other people to come help them get the fish out. So that's our prayer that we're not the only church that God uses. We're not the only, in fact, that it's spilling over, the soldiers spilling over to the degree that we have to say, ask other churches to help. We should be looking at uh, expansion so much because he's, He's, you know, he wants us to spread out and looking at expansion so much that we, instead of uh, competing with other leaders in our own church, that we're we're having to say, okay, church so and so over here, we have so many souls, we need help discipling these people. And so when our hearts are pure, and it's not about what we have and what we look like, but it's about the kingdom of God and and the power of of His word going forth. Then we can lay down all that stuff. That's where all those titles start getting laid down. We have uh, our head intercessor here, Charlotte Brewer, that saw a vision one time, and everyone had on white, and they looked the same. But they were just going around doing what they were supposed to do, and there was no 
mightier ones. There were no greater ones. It was very humble ones. They were all humble. They were all um, staying in their lane, as Mr. Powell says, that caught on to me, minister, and I love it, staying in their same lane. Because Corinthians says to stay in the same calling that God has called you. So when something's prospering, a lot of times we want to jump ship and jump over there and claim that. But we have to stay in our same calling and push that forward and to help each other prosper, preferring one another in love. Because that's what the Word tells us to do. Amen. So first we have to recognize God is He's He's so humble. He starts off with humbleness. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. See, nothing about that is Angie's might, Angie's strength. It's all His. He's the one that gets the glory. So he says to put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. So um, we have to recognize that he's coming against what we're going to do for God. If you set your heart to go after the things of God, the word tells us he's coming. So we have to be prepared. In verse 12, it says, for we wrestle not against, against flesh and blood but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God. That was the word that God spoke to my spirit today. Take unto you the whole armor of God. Because we were uh, we were in the prayer saying, okay, we've got to increase the prayer. We've got to increase the attacks have increased. So, um a couple of people said, well, I'll take this. Julie said, I'll take that. She's so willing to add to her what she already does. And, and then one of the intercessors says, what about Monday? And everybody in here was like, no. And we were pointing at her, no, not Monday. We got to wash clothes. We got to do this. We got to do that. And so for the last, and it was all funny and everything because they truly do give their life in prayer. But uh, we were all, even me, is like, not Mondays. So, so three, two to three weeks ago, battles started happening on Mondays to the degree that I was doing warfare all day on Monday. Me and my husband, you know, doing warfare and Pastor Casey and I called Sister Julie or Sister Charlotte at times and, uh, because of the things hitting the church. And so, you know, the goal is to be like the Book of Acts church where they went out and they turned their world upside down. And so instead of the church being turned upside down and being attacked so much that it splits and separates and comes to nothing, the enemy is the one that needs to be turning to nothing. He needs to be turned upside down because the saints are in prayer and the saints are pushing him back. And we, we have to get to the place where it's not about us anymore. We've been trained 15, 20 years, some 30 years to be in this army and I was praying today, and I said, God, if I say Monday too, I know they give so much. And he, he, it was like he was speaking to me and saying, what is the Army for? What was the Army, what did Pastor Pinson give her life for? What did Dr. Sorella give his life for? And, and I said, for a prayer army. So why is it always the thing that seems the most negative to people if you ask them to increase the prayer. So we have to see when the church, I said tripled a while ago, but I think it's getting to the point of quadrupling, and I'm not trying to brag on the church. I'm saying we had 70 members for 10 years. 
and and so the prayer we had to increase the prayer because with the the uh spiritual activity increased the people coming in that carry different spirits that that aren't all sanctified that aren't all holy aren't all speaking in tongues and pushing devils back that walk in here they bring spirits with them and we want them to come but we have to have the uh power to be able to help them we have to have the strength to be able to stand against those principalities that come and say, are you sure you really want to do this? Are you sure this is what you want? Because if it's what you want, then you have to have your intercessors in place, that there's no breach, there's no opening in the wall, that there's nowhere that they can get in from the north, south, east, and west, that the enemy, we can't go on with, with, if you want that kind of move of God, we can't go on with life as usual. We can't uh, just want to go home and eat bonbons, as Pastor Pitts said, put our feet up, because she said many times, I can just love to go home and put my feet up on the fishing bar, too, and with my husband and sit around and eat bonbons. But it, can, it comes a day where we have to choose. And I remember her saying to me one time, she was going to Dr. Marcerella, and she said, God, if you don't do something to me today, she said, just let me go home and make chocolate chip cookies. Either God, there has to ha- something has to happen on the inside of me, or I just want to go home and be nothing wrong with making cookies. But I know what she was saying. God called her to be a general, but she didn't know that at that time. But God, if, you, if, if, if you're not going to do something in me to help me get out of this place of lethargy and just sitting around and staying in the same level forever, can I just go be, can I just go make cookies? And she says she went to that conference and she's laying on that floor. And if you knew anything about her, she didn't leave until she had a breakthrough. And she said she saw the Holy Ghost in spirit form and he was walking towards her body. And he entered into her, his full body entered into her. And her life completely changed. So I understand it takes an experience like Moses had with the burning bush, you know, it takes something, God, to speak to us. And he spoke to me today, and he said, you have to put on the whole armor of God. And I said, God, what does that mean? He says, Monday's got to be covered too. You got to put on the whole armor. You got to have it all covered. You got to, uh, it's got to be covered everywhere. Put on the whole armor. That It can't be a, a day. Pretty soon it won't be a day. It won't be a nighttime that it can be where there's not somebody at their post and pushing back the enemy because he doesn't want these people getting off drugs. He doesn't want the people free. He doesn't want 17 people baptized last week and standing up saying, I leave my body. I, I just got delivered and free the ministry Friday night of astral projection. I, I just got set free from that. He doesn't want that to continue. So he's already trying to see how he can work. One thing I learned about the enemy, too, and maybe this will help help us, is that he, if y'all ever notice that he'll try something, and, it, and and when it don't work, he goes back and regroups. So he he's not going to sleep. He's not in slumber. He's not sitting around. And, and we can't do that as the body of Christ. We can't just put our armor down. We have to put on the whole armor and keep that armor up. Put on the whole armor and cover every lot that we can cover every as many people that's willing to cover and willing to pray and say i'll take an hour i'll take three i'll take six 
to cover that the enemy cannot get in. Amen. God, I thank you for that. Why we have to put on the whole armor, which means there's it cannot be no openings. God, I ask that you show us this in all of our churches, Lord, that the leaders that are online, God, I'm asking that you just help them, Lord, that if they are intercessors to get in the right place and do the call of God on their life, God. And if they are leaders, that they call forth the intercessors in the spirit, that they call them from the north, the south, and the east, and the west, because you are gathering us together and raise us up to sit in the heavenly places, God, to pull down the strongholds. You said the enemy, to the enemies under his feet, to the enemies under our feet, God. And we know positionally we're already there sitting with Christ Jesus. Ephesians 2, you said that you raised us up together to sit with him in the heavenly places. And God, when Jesus rose up from the dead, this is Resurrection Sunday coming up. And when Jesus rose up from the from the dead and he sits with you in the heavenlies, your body went with him. Your people, your people positionally went with him. And when we are born again, we are sitting there right then. We have that authority right then, and you said all authority has been given unto him, and he's given it unto me and, and given it unto you. We don't have to work for that power. We don't have to work for that authority. We have to just show up. We just present our body a living sacrifice, which is our reasonable service. It's not a chore. It's not a labor. It's not, God, why I got to do it? God, why I got to pray three hours a week? You know, people that complain about prayer, if you really sit down and see how much you actually did bow your knee, or if I did that, I think we'd be surprised. So the enemy will tell us, you know, you're there all the time. You're there all the time. But but I was hearing that from somebody, and I started counting up how much they were actually here. And I think with that person that, you know, that it was maybe five hours a week. So uh, sometimes maybe our mind is that battle in us that God's calling us to that place but we don't want to go. So we count all that battle as actually being there. So it's better just to surrender to it and submit to it. And I'm not saying this, that it's an easy thing. I understand the levels of submission and surrender, but I'm saying if you're one of those that God's calling at this time to intercede, that the enemy, is get, if, if, if it's getting through to me, it's getting through to other leaders. And God, I just ask that you raise up the intercessors, God, that we be sober, as Evangelist Timmy says, and vigilant. We be sober and vigilant, God, that we don't keep playing church. We we don't quit. We don't just keep going to hear another word and get another blessing. We are the blessing. I am the blessing for somebody else, God. And as you're turning it in me, and I've been feeling it in my belly all day, to have something for your people and and not come in and and need them to help me to get that 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 stronghold down that they're already praying all week they're already on their post and when I come in I have a word for them God I'm asking you to transfer me out of this place and into that place I'm asking you to raise up the intercessors for these leaders God on the, in these other churches that the that the the people will come to them and say I'm willing to pray that they no longer have to pull for people to pray. And I don't have to do that, thank God. They're always ready. But God says that we have to put on the whole armor, and that means we got to do it. We have to have it covered all the time, or our leaders are getting hit. And it's just like getting hit by bombs, you know, bombs going off in their homes, it's in their churches. 
And uh, thank God that he showed me that difference because I know because um, we pray six days a week here. And on Mondays, it's, it's then turned into spiritual warfare, and it didn't used to be like that. Mondays, I could wash a few clothes. So so there's something else going on, and there has to be more coverage. And I know that's not just for me. It's for other uh, members of the body of Christ also. Let's look at Ephesians 2, verse 4 through 6. I know we're familiar with this scripture, but this is what we've been, ever since we started on authority, we've really been talking about this. Ephesians 2, 4 through 6. But God, who is rich in mercy for his great love, wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins. Now, I, I wasn't perfect when he when He put me in the high places with Jesus. Even when we were dead in sins, have quickened us together with Christ. What does that mean? The same time, the same time I accept him, I'm raised up with him, sitting at the right hand of the Father with him, at the right hand meaning the authority. The right hand means authority. So by grace we are saved. And verse 6, and hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So we already are there. We don't try to be there. He said he, he got me out of the sin and he put me there. So when I got saved, he gave me all authority. Hallelujah. All authority over all the power of the enemy that nothing shall by any means hurt us. God, we thank you that you said that you gave us power over all power of the enemy that we don't have to be afraid of him. I know our bunch has heard this a lot, but I want to say it again. The reason I know that God's moving uh, is because I've I've dealt with spirits in, in different uh, levels. And, and and it wasn't until I left CrossFit and went to uh, Chicago. And then, then a witch showed up in my hotel. I needed coverage. And it wasn't until I went to Africa that a witch tried to attacked me and then the intercessors stood in the gap right there physically and had been standing in the gap the whole time we were there. So, uh, and then it wasn't until I got on the prayer line and then we started baptizing and drug addicts getting free and not only drug addicts, but Christians uh, that, that just want more and people getting set free. Then, then I've, I've always heard from my mentors that that's the hardest. The, the the drug addicts aren't hard. It's religion that that's hard. So so all those people coming together and wanting to move God. And when it got to that level, last Tuesday night um, when I went home, I was in the bed. I know this is deep, but this is what we are. We're spiritual warfare. We're a spiritual warfare army. So while well, I'm laying in the bed, and this this snake is just this huge snake. I'm asleep. And he is so big, and he's just he is just kind of moving in and out and i i I noticed his body, and then just suddenly his face was right in my face, and he said, "Are you sure you really want this and i and I just looked at him, and I had no fear now, if I had never dealt with any kind of spiritual warfare or demonic activity and pushed them back then I would have been terrified. I would have been squalling and screaming and running and waking up my husband. But I just looked back at him, and I didn't give him an answer. And and when it was over, I I just, the, the Holy Spirit and one of the intercessors also the next morning confirmed it, said it was a snake that went to eat 
uh, Eve, and he asked questions too. He said, did God really say? So I know that that was a real principality. His head was so big, it looked like a dinosaur's head, but I knew he was a snake. And he was coming to challenge me because we were having a move of God. And at that time, uh, eight people left our church, eight tithe payers, that's just get real, left the church in two more the next week. Why? Because they're angry because they did it. They don't want, they just want to, I won't say why. I won't say why. But I just thank God. I thank God that that I don't have to answer him, but I do have to answer God. So I went on a fast. I said, God, I don't know. I said, God, uh, can can I don't know God because I know when you go to this level, if you don't have the people in place to help you, then the enemy is going to get through to you because I know he gets through to me if the people aren't on the wall. And so God... Do, I want to go to this level. I don't know how. Would you help me, God? Would you help me, God? And to tell you the truth, because I'm not one to fake, I hadn't answered that yet. Because the surrender hadn't come in my heart yet until I see where the church is. I see what the church really wants. I I remember another example of Pastor Pinson before she bought this church. We were in a storefront building years and years ago, and we didn't pay any rent. They didn't want any money for it. And she she looked at this church, and and she came to the people. She said, I need to know that y'all want to continue in this army. She said, because she was just going to put her name on the church, borrow the money. If it, didn't, if it didn't get paid to the church, then she had to pay it. She needed to know, is that what the church really wants? Or did they just want to play church? Did they just want a regular church? Because I don't know about every place that's on the line, but in Ashley County, there's over 100 churches. So we don't we don't really need another church. You can go get a good word at any one of those places that teach Jesus. So God's saying, do you want to be an army? Do you want really to be that army, that, that mantle that's been released on you from day one, from Dr. Marcella and Pastor Pinson? Do you want to go forth with that and go through the land and turn the world upside down and go past Ashley County into different realms and into nations? Because God's ready. He is not holding back from us. But I think God don't pour it all out because he loves us. I think at times that he won't pour a revival out in a church because he He don't want the pastor destroyed. He don't want the leaders destroyed. And until the people say yes, then why would God send all those people that are just going to get hurt? All those people that are just going to, and and I'm not saying this about our church because I believe that they do want it. I'm just saying it's it's at a real decision now. So she stood up and she said, look, this is what I am. I cast out devils. I heal the sick through the power of Jesus. I set the captive free. Do you want to be a part of this? Is this really what you want? And everybody said, yeah, 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 yeah. So she went and put her name on it. And the church is out of debt and has been for a long time and left us with a great foundation. But now God's saying, do you still want it? Do you want to go further? Do you want to go higher? But the way that I look at that is what else is there? You know, I'm looking at that. But I understand true surrender, too. True surrender has to come in the heart. It's not a mind thing. It's not a word. It's not just saying words. It's saying, 
Yes, Lord. And there's a break in, in me. It's always been a break in. I surrender, God. Yes, I will go to that level with you. Yes, God. Whether if they kill me, God, I'll go to it. Whatever, God. Because, you know, they hated that level. They didn't like it. They didn't accept it. They didn't even act like they were, you know, part of Christianity if if you was part of Jesus. The Bible said they hated Jesus without a cause. So, and they were always trying to throw him out of their city. So if you want this level, don't look for people to give you accolades and pats on the back and saying you're doing a good job. And like Mr. Powell said, it's a place where people usually don't hardly honor at all. But but I look at it like the Navy SEALs. You know, the Navy SEALs, they go, my dad was a Navy SEAL, and they go to a place, and there's a few of them that go in. They just drop them in through helicopters or through boats. And people don't ever even know they were there, but they took out the enemy. And then everyone else got to reap the benefits. But that Navy SEAL went in there and took out the enemy. And nobody got up and said, good job. But they were saved because that's what an army is. What does an army do? It saves people. What does an army do? It saves people. An army fights the fight of faith so the people can be free. Hallelujah. That's what it is in the natural. If the people weren't fighting for us, we would be overtaken. It's the same thing in the spirit. I asked my mentor one time, I said, how do you know when to fast? She said, when you get, she said, I said something about fasting. She said, when I feel overtaken. If you're feeling overwhelmed and overtaken, then it might be time to get quiet with the Lord and let him come and renew your strength, wait upon him and he'll renew it and he'll raise you up to a new level. Hallelujah. So we're just seeking him as a church right now. Me as the leader, I'm seeking him. But I do know one thing, that we don't take down, we don't go down. I just have to have a word from God. The enemy spoke, and I'm waiting on God to speak. I'm waiting on God to tell me yes, and that he'll be there, and he'll be there backing me up. And I'm waiting on the people to decide that's what they really want. Amen. God, I just give you praise today. I thank you for that word. I thank you for that that word of exhortation, God, that you just want to, uh, you want us to see where we're at. And I know we're not the only ones, God, because this is the last days. We're not the only ones. And I believe you're separating the sheep from the goats. And we're going to make a decision in this time, which one are we going to be? Are we going to be the wheat or the tear? Are we going to be the sheep or the goat? Are we going to? Are we going to lay it all down for Jesus Christ? He said, Paul said, I take up my cross daily and follow the Lord. He said, I die daily. So this walk with the Lord is wonderful. But if you want to go all the way with him, it's going to cost you everything. He said, if you lay down your life, if you lose it, you're going to gain it, though. He said, everything that you give, I'm going to give you back a hundredfold in this life. Luke says, no man gives wives, houses, land." that I don't give back, Jesus said, a hundredfold in this life. And I found that to be true in my own life. I found out every level that I laid it down, he came back and and gave me so much more. So he gave me that back, mostly. If I laid down friends, he gave me a church. If I laid down um, my own right, he gave me unity. If I laid down defending myself, he gave me uh, protection, his protection. If, If I laid down hurt then he gave me healing whatever i laid down to him he gave me back amen 
But I understand there's people on the line. I do know this to be a fact because because I've I've I say I'm I say I'm going through it or just went through it. But but David, can you imagine how many battles did David fight? I mean, Lord Jesus, how many did Joshua fight? But let's look at David though. He fought and he fought and he fought and he fought and he was he got to a place where he fought and then he went to Ziglag. And when he went to Ziglag, they had they he was burning. They they stole his wives. They stole. Now, you ever been tired of a fight, and then you got to fight again? See, that's why we need the intercessors, so those things don't overlap too much and take the leaders out. Because David fought, and he fought hard, and he had to come home and fight again. So he made up his mind. He got his horsemen and his chariots and went after them. And the Bible said he recovered all. So uh, I know there's times where we feel like I've heard people say, I feel like I've been in a battle my whole life. But I heard Julie say last week or two in prayer that that when we battle in strife, that when we when we battle in the flesh, that when we... We're, we're strifeful. We don't have any strength for the spiritual battle because we done we done battled all of our strength out in the natural, and that is such a revelation. Because if we if we fight our husbands, we fight our children. If we fight on Facebook and we talk back and we defend and we put our case out there, where's my spiritual strength? I've just drained myself. That's what I did. I just drained myself of any strength that I had. So uh, the Bible says, touch not my anointing and do my prophets no harm. And it also says that Jesus is the righteous judge. God's the righteous judge and that Jesus is our defender and that, that he's our protector. And he says, vengeance is mine, saith God, and I will repay. And you don't even have to, by the time that, that you release it, you don't want them paid back. But God says that he will take care of us. We don't have, he said he'll fight the battle for us. But he needs someone to just surrender over to him and let, and, and love wins the war and let love come out of us through every situation. The Bible says that the, the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, temperance. The fruit of the spirit is meekness, faith, love is, and it's against such, it says such, he says uh, against such. There is no law. That means nothing else is higher than love. He said you can speak in tongues. He said you can bang and jingle around and, and tinkling cymbals. But if you don't have love, you don't have anything. So love covers a multitude of sin. Love wins the war. So if we keep ourselves in love and we wrestle not against the flesh and we present our body a living sacrifice, we're going to win every time. That's how Jesus won. They were pricking his beard. They were poking at him, laughing at him, spitting on him, put a crown of thorns on him. And tell us you're the son of God. Tell us. And he just he just sit, sit there and took it and took it and took it and took it. And the third day he rose again and he had power. Oh, he went to hell and he took the keys back. And he has authority over all other authority. And the Bible says by every name, it will bow down to the name of Jesus in heaven and earth and under the earth. And it says God gave him that name because he gave his life. 
So I'm, I'm excited because I trust God with my life. I've already given him my life. And I encourage you today to trust him. But when we come to these altars of challenge, we have to really uh, be truthful in our heart. And we have to decide, yes, God, I want to do this. I want to finish the work. I want to finish the work. Jesus said, my meat is to finish the work of my Father. I want to finish the work that God has called me into the earth to do. And and so I know that it's going to take intercessors for that. It's going to take spiritual strength. It's going to take stamina. It's going to take persistence. We said in prayer the other day that uh, um, something about resistance against, let's see, resistance against persist, persistence against the resistance. So we're going to have to be persist, persistent to do the call, the final call, you know, like if, if Jesus come back and, you know, this is like you feel like in your heart, okay, I've done this. I killed the lion. I killed the bear. Now he wants me to kill Goliath. And then when David killed Goliath, he became that great king, you know. So all those different levels like that, then then we have to choose. We have to decide. And the Bible says, I set before you this day, life and death, choose life. Because it's not only you that you're choosing it for. It's not only you as leaders, which I know that a lot on here are leaders, probably most. It's not only you that's going through the battle for what the battle's for. Persecution comes for the word's sake, the Bible says. So so are you willing? Are you willing to pay that price? Are you willing? And Pastor Angie, are you willing to pay that price? I'm seeking God about it, and I'm asking him to make me willing and to help me and to give me strength for the battle. And, God, I pray for your people today, and I pray strength for the battle into their life. I ask, God, that a supernatural manifestation of your glory, God, come upon them. I ask that your presence fall upon each one of us right now, God, that you bring us to the place of repentance. You bring us to the place of laying between the porch and the altar to cry out to a holy God for our cities and our nations and our children. And we know, God, whatever price we pay, our children won't have to pay that one. They'll have to pay one, but it won't be that one, God. And I don't want to leave those those battles for my children. I want to be able to conquer all, recover all, so I leave them in a good position when God decides to take me home. God, I thank you that it's not only for me, God, that I'm fighting the battles for. I ask that you help us to get our eyes off ourselves and off our circumstances and off our own uh, things that we go through. I know they're serious. I know they're important. But you said if we seek your face, God, we'd find you. You said if we search with you with our whole heart, God. You said if we seek you first in your kingdom, then all these other things will be added unto us. You said my God shall supply all my needs according to the riches in Christ Jesus. I thank you, God, that when I give myself over to you, then you take care of us, Lord. You take care of our children, God. My children have served with me. They've been with us in ministry for this is the 20th year. They served under Pastor Pinson. They served under me for their spouses serve under us. And are they perfect? Am I perfect? No, we're not perfect, but we do serve God. They serve in the ministry. How does that happen? Because we stay on our face and seek God through the trials. Josh said, Mom, I'm going through a little something right now. What you think about the platform? So, you know, just just be real with God. Just say, uh, God, I, I don't know yet. 
just like I do. I don't know yet, God, help me. Speak to me, God. Show me, God. Take me to that next place like Mr. Powell, your angel. Exodus says that the angel of the Lord will take us there. You brought us out of bondage to bring us in, God, to bring us into another place. You didn't just bring us out of Egypt. You didn't just bring us out of religion. You didn't just bring us out of these places, God, of depression and poverty and strife and defeat and, and all those things just to stay in the wilderness. Oh, my Jesus. You didn't bring me out to stay in the wilderness. You didn't bring Elijah out. And that's why he had to leave the brook, God. And he had to go to a place of faith where he didn't know where he's going to be fed. And the widow woman, he was able to help her, God, to keep being supplied by her giving. God, I thank you that he was at the brook and the raven was feeding him twice a day. And he went on and he went to the widow woman. And so it wasn't only him that was helped. It was her and her son. God, I just thank you for showing us, God, that you're moving us into another level, God. You're moving us higher. I go deeper so I can go higher. I go deeper so I can go higher, God. I give you praise. I thank you for the foundation of prayer. I thank you for the prayer anointing being released through Ashley County, through Chicago, God, through every area that's represented on this line. I thank you, God, that there's a force that's being released that's going to defeat every enemy that pops his head up. God, we're going to cast him back down. We're going to put him under restraint, God. He's going to be restrained. He is restrained against my children. He is going to, there's going to be so many walls up that he can't penetrate. He can't come in to our land. He can't come in and take our spoil. He can't come in and devour our houses and our children and our health anymore because we're rising up and realizing what place we sit in, that we sit in the heavenlies with Christ Jesus and we're raised up together with him. And you're coming back and you say, we'll be caught up together with him. God, I thank you that you raised us together with him when we get saved and you're coming back in the clouds and we're going to meet you in the air and we're going to be raised with you there, God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. It's worth it, God. It's going to be worth it all. It's worth it all. What price would I pay for my children's salvation? What price would I pay? Can I put my pride down and let someone else If they winning them, let them win them. Can I put my pride down, God? Can I put my jealousy, my anger, and my strife, and my rebellion, and my resentment, God? Can I lay it on the altar to see a mighty move? Can I not be seen? Can I put my face in the apple crate, under a crate, and let someone else look like they did something? Because instead of me thinking I got to have all the glory for it, God, Can I lay all that down so when I stand at your feet that I can bring in the sheaves, that I can bring you some souls, that I can stand before you and say, here, God, I I, want to bring you a gift. Can I do that? Can I leave it? Can I leave it all at the altar? Can I lay it down, my offense? Can I lay down my hurt and my rebellion and my strife? God, I just ask that these things that rise up against revival, this thing that rise up against the move of God, the mighty move of God, that you bring them to naught because the intercessors are praying and pushing them back. We're not entering into that with the strife. We're not entering in with the jealousy or the hatred. We open not our mouth, God. Your word says, I read it today, to put a muzzle on my mouth so I don't speak anything that I don't need to say, God. 
I'm asking you to take all the division and confusion and strife. Paul said, I have to come see you because there's divisions amongst you. God, we understand that anything that's going to move forward in God, these things are going to try to rise up against it. And I'm speaking for here and other places, God. I thank you that you are the glory in the lift of our head. I don't need the glory. You're the glory, God. It's for you. You're the. I didn't pay the price you paid. I haven't bled blood. I haven't shed blood. I haven't resisted the blood poured out my veins, God. I didn't pay that price for that glory. But your son paid it. You gave your son. You, for God, so loved the world that he gave. God, give us a given heart that we lay ourselves down, God. We lay all that carnality down, God. We transform into what you have for us, into the image of God, renewed and restored and whole so we can fight those principalities, God. Show us we need our strength to fight the devil, not each other, Lord. Thank you that this church is represented in, on this line and that they will not consume one another, God. Show us how to work together in unity till Christ be formed in the new ones, God. That I'm no longer coming to get the blessing for me, but I'm coming to be a blessing for others. To we're willing to wash one another's feet and mean it, God. To I'm willing, God, to pour it all out and help them to prosper. To the body of Christ is not dividing one another and eating and consuming one another up and the enemy standing back laughing and looking and saying, this is what happens every time God tries to move. Every time I come in and separate. Every time I come in and devour, but devour because they'll do it. All I got to do is put a little thing right here and they'll start saying, why she get that? Why she get that? Why they get that? Hey, God, show me why some people get things. You want it? You want to know? <laughs> I want to know why. Why does it look like one thing is Paul plants, Apollo's waters, and God brings the increase. And the other thing is, some sometimes people uh, put feet to their faith, and they 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 don't just say words. They they uh, they do the work of the ministry. See, it's different to do the work of it than just to have the title of it. When they're calling you, when they're standing up there on the street corner and they got a devil and and you say, oh, uh, so-and-so, you handle that, and you walk out and go to Andy's, just know you just sowed that seed. You just sowed that seed, and, you can, and we do them kind of things, and then someone comes in, and it looks like they get our harvest and... And the Bible says, you know, uh, them them five virgins were sleeping. Uh, is that the one where they were sleeping? No, they didn't have any oil. Yeah, they 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 don't have no oil. And when they sleeping and don't have no oil, you can't get married when somebody does. It all goes back to the seed. It goes back to every seed that we sown. But I believe that everyone uh, here on this line has sown good seeds, and they're going to reap a good harvest. 
I'm just saying, don't get angry when someone gets fruit. Celebrate it. Celebrate that for them, with them in the name of Jesus. We give you praise for it, God. I thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I give you praise, God. I thank you. You said you're going to catch us up together, God. Hallelujah. Let's look and see what we um we get when we sit in the heavenly places. And it's almost our time's almost up. Ephesians 1, verse 3, starting there. I know I'm going to Ephesians a lot, but let's just keep going there when we're talking about being raised up with Christ. Amen. Blessed be the God and Father, our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. He's already blessed us with it. That's why I keep saying we don't have to do things for it. He's already blessed us with it. All spiritual blessings in the heavenly places. And then it says, because he's chosen us, I'm just going to kind of go down and, and, and say what I've seen out of here that we get. Uh, he chose us in him before the foundation of the world. He's predestined us to be adopted. So we're going to get adopted. Hallelujah. He's accepted us in the beloved. Uh, he's redeemed us through his blood. We get forgiveness of sins. Um, he's made known the mystery of his will when we sit in them heavenly places. We hear things and we see the secret things of God, the things that he's purposed in himself. And uh, verse 10, it says that in the Ephesians 1 verse 10, that in the dispensation of the fullness of times, he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, even in him. So he's doing a gathering. He's gathering together in heaven and on the earth. Amen. And the Bible says that everything's going to be shaken so that that which cannot be shaken will still be remained. Hallelujah for that. So that so we'll be real strong. What's remained is going to be real strong. He's going to be able to, in the power of his might, and it's going to be able to face all these principalities. Amen. Verse 11 says that we attain an inheritance. We attain an inheritance. And um, when we accepted, verse 13, the gospel of salvation, after we believed, we're sealed with the Holy Ghost of promise. That's a good thing to tell the new people that when they say the devil tells them they're not saved all the time because they're not perfected yet. I mean, they still struggle. He tells them they're not saved. Well, Ephesians 1.13 says that after that you believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, and which is our earnest, is our inheritance. Amen. Um, and he also says, Paul's saying here that he don't forget to make mention of us in his prayers. So let's not forget one another in in that. He said that we get the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him, the eyes of our understanding be enlightened, that we might know the hope of his calling or the riches of his glory of his inheritance in the saints and what is exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe according to his working power, mighty power which is all in Christ Jesus. It's nothing that I've done. It's all in him. When he raised him from the dead, verse 20, and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come, uh, jealousy and, and all those things named in there. And verse 22, and put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church. One reason I know that we sit with him in the heavenlies because he's the head and we're the body, and you don't separate the body, as Elder Barber says. So, so, so we're raised up with him. Amen. Verse twenty-three. 
verse 23, which is his body in fullness and him that fills all in all. In chapter 2, verse 1, he has quickened us. He's quickened us. Verse 5, chapter 2, verse 5, even when we were dead in sin, he's quickened us together and raised us up together. Amen. That was our scripture when we started. So God already sees us in that place of authority. God already sees you in the place of authority. Don't matter what you see, how you see yourself or what you, you won't ever do it if you don't see yourself sitting there. But God already sees you there. We don't have to struggle for that. That's by his grace and his mercy because we accepted what his son did, not what we did. And God, I just thank you. And I'm going to ask my husband, Brother Tim Hogan, to pray a, a prayer for us over us tonight. And we'll talk again next Tuesday. Thank you so much. God, we thank you for tonight. God, we thank you for the vision that you've given our pastor, Lord. We thank you for the vision that you've given God for his people, Lord Jesus. We thank you that we are able to lead souls to Christ, God. We thank you that we are able to just lift your name up, God, and we can praise you eternally, God. We praise you here on earth, God, and we give you worship and praise, Lord. We thank you for all that you've done for us, Lord Jesus. We thank you for the for the ministries that are on the line tonight, God. We thank you for their homes, God. We thank you for their husbands and wives and for their children's, God, that they do know the Lord, God. And, and we thank you that they, if they don't know them, God, that they will know the Lord. For you are a Savior, God, and you give all things to us, God, who are good. We just ask you and we thank you, Jesus. We thank you for being with the church leaders this week, God. We thank you for being with us as we go on throughout the week, Lord Jesus. We ask that you just heal every hurt in our heart, God, and just make every crooked path straight. We thank you for your blessings on our life and the blessings on our ministry. We thank you for the blessing of our pastor that we can be with her just through prayer throughout the week, God. And we thank you for all these things. We love you, and in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Love y'all. We'll see y'all next week. Amen. When you're raised together with him in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. God bless you. We hope you enjoyed this message from Freedom Ministries. For more information and to stay connected with us, find us on Facebook or the web at freedomministriescrossing.com.